of enthusiasm. Twice a month, I give you a tiny interruption to share something that I'm really enjoying. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go. Lately, I've been enjoying a variety of comics, and it's so weird. At a local comic shop, which I very much enjoy, they have, like, independent publishers along a very large wall, and then more indie publishers in the kids' section. And I feel stupid because I get a lot of comics from the kids section. And my assumption is that they're there based on the publisher or whatever. But so many of them that I've been reading have been totally similar to the quote unquote adult comics. It's just interesting. I wonder if it's just publisher or graphical style because the content can be darker in tone than I would suspect anyone would throw at a kid. I don't know. But regardless... I'm reading comics for youths. (laughs) I've been kind of doing like illustration studies and have been gravitating more to these comics. And one of these very cool comics I'm into right now is Witchy, which is actually a webcomic that started in 2014 by Ariel Samet Riaz. And hopefully I got your name not horribly wrong. Uh, I very much like your comic if you're listening. Uh, The first thing that grabbed me about this world is that it pulls from aspects of like Shintoism and from other like Southeast Asian like art motifs. Uh, it's it's very cool and very like stylistically different from a lot of worlds that I'm finding in comics lately. And I, for this comic, I'm not even that far in. I'm actually uh, I haven't even gone to the web comic yet. I've just been doing the paperback at this time, which is really cool because it's just a small portion of what's been written and illustrated thus far, but it really has grabbed me and like really hooked me. But the story takes place in a world where the length of one's hair indicates not only your magical proficiency, but if your hair is of an exceptional length, you are considered an enemy of the state, which is wild. The story starts with Neneve's father, who's she's the main character, uh, being taken away because of the length of his hair. And Neneve, as she grows older, casts a spell on her hair for it to appear shorter um, so she can stay safe. She attends school and has to take part of this conscription to be considered part of the, or like to be considered to join the witch guard. And the witch guard is the group that took her and murdered her father. So needless to say, not something she's really into, especially with, you know, her potential, like, like her life potentially in jeopardy, but like, it's cool. It's fine. Everything's fine. Also, one of the secondary characters is a trans woman is just not a big deal within the world. I mean, it's, it's a big deal for me as the reader to see representation and inclusion, but the knowledge drop is handled so well and delicately between the characters. And thus far, the character has also had like, really great like rivalry development and I just can't wait to see where this goes because the relationship has already shifted so much from when you first meet that character and how they've established the 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 dynamics of like their their school class but yeah I'm very excited about it but speaking of class and the conscription uh Nanive does really well during the conscription but not in the way that most students um were perceived for their, like, excellence, and Neneve's hair length was exposed and is joined by the leader dude of their 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 city. I can't think of his name right now. Oh my god. This dude, 
yep, but spoilers for this guy, you get the vibe immediately that he sucks. And Neve returns home after the conscription because they were like, we want you to join the witch guard, maybe. And like, fearing for her life, she cuts off her hair, which kind of severs her from her magic. And this dude who I can't remember his name sends the witch guard after her and Neve now has to live on the run. And once she's on the run, she kind of, um, she quickly meets a a friend. Mm, She becomes reluctant associates with a raven named Banana. Uh, they find their way through some land and run into a familiar face where Neve has been confronted multiple times with the option of attacking the systematic prejudices built within her society. And she was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to just, I'm going to keep running. I don't want to deal with this. And I'm, I'm waiting to see how it changes and as, this, as the story goes, because I don't know, I'm very captured by Neneve and her reluctance to help. Uh, because like, if you think of characters who are like the, the chosen one, you know, like they're... Like, if I think of, like, Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, she was the outcast and then was like, oh, well, I guess I'm saving the world. Like, it was very much like, not this is my 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 burden, but just like, cool, this is the task I have now. Um, there isn't really a call to question, at least that really, like, felt impactful. Um, but Neneve is very much not into it, uh, especially being an outcast, like, literally hiding her identity um i don't know like before she cut her hair you're to assume she's very powerful even if she couldn't necessarily wield it well and she's on the run from the same group she was defaultly trying to join because of like the system that she lives in and the ones who killed her father so like yeah it's complicated and you know all of this is like bubbling like under the surface within her like and she meets these characters that that make her question the past and how those in power use their power and how she may, like, turn and fight. And at this time, Neneve is still on the run, and but knows of this hidden place where a tiny insurgent group stays, so I think that's a really interesting kind of peppering as well, because there is this potential safe haven in this place of not just, like, safety, but, like, like power. Like, they have a library, and, like, there's all this, like, empowerment in that space. Uh, and she's very much, like, no, I'm good. I just want to see where it goes. This world is visually rich and you can see motifs pulled from around the world, like our world. And I'm interested to see how these changes and Eve continues to travel. I think about this comic often, which is interesting because most comics I read, I'm like, damn, that was lovely. Anyways, and I keep moving on. Uh, but this one has really stuck with me. Maybe it's because I have so many unanswered questions because of where I left the story. But the world is fascinating and I just want to see more of all of it. Oh, and Viceroy Zhang, that's his name. That's the dingus I dislike and who you'll defaultly dislike when you meet him in the story. Um, I want to see him get his due, you know, a good old punch to the throat maybe or like the magical equivalent. Um, It generally has me captivated because you have this group of insurgents who want to fight this kind of authoritarian practice of like magic and what is considered good or safe magic, but... You get the vibe that Viceroy Zhang isn't quite living in that space. I don't know. Um, I think there's a, re- a lot here and I'm just kind of just below the surface. I don't know. It's very cool. You should absolutely check it out. And I'm probably going to spend the rest of my afternoon reading the webcomic. It's called Witchy. You should check it out. Thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, 
I hope you share it with a friend. And follow me on the social medias at OKRetroZone to see new stuff coming out and what I'm up to. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time.